Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast, presented by our friends at ProTaper. Don Maeda, once again, joined in-house by Chase Curtis, Alex Ray, with uh, Mike Antonovich on the phone, remotely from his home. Uh, dude, it's been a pretty sweet Monday so far. We got to ride the Kawasaki KX450SR. How was it? Was it good? I can't talk about it. Tomorrow's the embargo. Oh, jeez. it was good. Yeah? I mean... I was smiling. I only fell once. <laughs> <laughs> I fell today too. You fell today yeah, too. Yeah, I came into a, I came into a corner a little bit hot. Wait, you you did in. race simulation today. Where where were you at? We were at Paula. Okay. Um, it was let's see, me, Benny, Carson, um, were there, and then uh, like a few other people, but uh, it was mainly just mainly us, you know. So for race simulation, what, what we did what? would do, uh, we did two ten minute sessions with mm-hmm. like. I don't know, five one-lap sprints or, you know, two laps, two laps mm-hmm. in one lap or something. Just five hard laps each 10-minute session. And then uh, and then we did a six plus one, I think, or six or seven-minute plus one. And then uh, we did a LCQ as well just to add a little bit of laps. And yeah, I was going to say you should probably do LCQ because that's where you shine. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, and then they had a main event. I didn't – my bike didn't make it to the main event. You blew it up again? I didn't blow it up. No, I did. Is something something's wrong with it? Like electrical or something? I don't know. You blew it up last week. Though, I went. Right? Uh, no, no. clutch broke. No, my clutch broke. You know, well, that's you why. Know. That's why you don't talk about things yeah. like yeah. that. A- A- Anton, remember he was flapping his lips last week, saying that his Honda clutch was so durable. He broke it the next day. Yeah. Oh well. With the, it, so happens. it happens. Just one They're plate destructed? On yeah, I think it was just one plate. One plate broke. The picture you sent me was like in seven pieces. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It sort of stemmed from that. I, ever since then, it, I've been having issues like with it starting and, and stuff. We cleaned everything out. I don't know what's wrong with it. But, uh, yeah, I went. It's a pretty big rhythm. You've seen like Jet going like three and then four onto the, the second table off. Yeah. Well, I was just going two, three, and then on, on, off. Mm-hmm. And then like I went two, three. Bike just shuts off in the air and just like slow endo. And luckily, like, Dude. luckily, my sketchy A ray skills of blowing shit up and jumping through handlebars, like, I know exactly what to do. So, you jumped through the handlebars? No, no, uh, I did not. You, you, you know exactly like what to do whenever you've fucking yeah. blown enough bikes up, like I have. And I just Pulling I rode the, the nose a little bit on the downside and just set the rear end down, like, fucking. Kind of sketchy, but you don't know what happened to it. I have no idea. Thing just shut off. It started right back up, and I drove it back, rode it back to the truck. But yeah, I mean, like, how do you fuel filter? No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like maybe stator. Uh, it's been hard to start, so maybe Hmm. like the timing's off or something. I don't know. So, when so so that's not like rare for you guys to have bike stuff, like not just you, but pros in general, right? So when something like that happens, how do you ride that thing again? Like personally, mentally, me, I don't, right? Mental. Dude, oh, it's yeah. so mental, especially when it's when it's electrical. It can be so many things. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got it figured out, and go back out there do a moto, then fucking does it again. And yeah, you no, crash like your if out. if I had if a bike shut off on me like that, I'd 
I'm never I, park it, I take it back to yeah. KTM or whatever and be like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just try something else. Yeah. Yeah. Trade it in, get another one. That's what I wish I could do, but I can't. So, uh, yeah, we just got to figure out the issue as best as possible and fucking get her going, you know? <laughs> Dude, like even this morning at the Cowie test, right? <laughs> Mike Kandari, I've invited him to come test <laughs> for us because he rides a Cowie. So I figured, what better guy? <laughs> he went out and he comes back and he's like, Dude, it cut it. Blurbled on me a couple of times, like before the big double. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> they didn't put gas in it, dude. Oh was my god, empty. Wow. Ooh. But still, he was still freaked out about it. The mm-hmm. next moto he did, yeah, mm-hmm. waiting for it to blurble, and then so I got on. I was just like, turn my brain off, and it yeah. never blurbled on me. So I must have been out of gas. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so hard. You know, like I'm thinking, like man, like I can't really like test go out on the track and test this thing out to sort of see like no. what am i supposed to do simulate just yeah. jumping shit like should i jump stuff and just wait for it to shut off yeah yeah that's kind of sketchy right so i don't know but um i think it's something simple i don't know it's like wiring or something's loose so is your mechanic here or is he in maryland uh my race mechanic is in maryland um he, he should be here whenever the team gets here but uh, so who's I, looking at your bike right now um i took it to race tech after uh riding or my mechanic did uh tanner uh, he's he's been helping me like uh, just for the month of December. I'm paying him each week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still looking for a job, and you know, in the meantime, he's gaining experience with me. I'm so surprised there's a mechanic looking for a job right now. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he's he's uh, he's talked to a few different people. Um, he's been a mechanic before. Uh, so yeah, I'm just sort of helping him. You know, trying to help him get a job. Everyone's sort of starting to fall into the place. So, um, you know, so it's it's kind of hard right now, but. You know, there's a lot of people out there that need help. Um, I'm just trying to help him, you know, uh, gain experience this month and spread the word, you know, that he does need a job. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully he'll land. He's something. gaining a lot of experience right now. Yeah. Oh, a I lot know, of like, practical experience. A lot of experience. I mean, it, like the stuff that's going on with my bike with the broken clutch plate and then like the bike shutting off, that has nothing to do with him. Well, he's that's learned. Just, yeah, no, but he's learning how to troubleshoot right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now he's learning to troubleshoot, which is, which is really good for him. Um, kind of shitty for me, but it's good for him. It'll mm-hmm. look good on his resume. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's been my mechanic, they've been put through the ringer. You know, it's <laughs> almost like a, like a pro circuit Mitch Payton type deal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, they they got of. their work cut out for him. Mm. Hey, Anton, are you at home right now? Just like full FOMO because fuck. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> dude. I, bro. So that's why I texted you and chase last week when you guys had the KTM uh, intro last, what was that last Wednesday? I was watching that and I was just like, wow, dude, I can't believe I, that was the most, honestly, I love this time of year in California. You know, this is the best. And, uh, yeah, to not be there for it, I'm just like, damn. Did, did you watch the uh, live uh, Instagram and Facebook that we did? Is that where you're watching it? No, I watched your tour video with Heinz. Because I've oh, been okay. to the KTM shop with yeah. John Heinz. I've been to the KTM shop and everything. So I cracked a beer and was just, like, enjoyed all 25 minutes of it. And Dahmer, you know, had called me the day before and told me all about the tour and relived the moment, you know, that Roger was doing the tour with you guys and offering insight. And that was awesome, you know, because that's exactly what it's like. Is that not the dream to walk through and have Roger DeCosta be like, oh, yeah, I built that. We did that, you know. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny about that video? So my dad, he's an electronic engineer and all of his work buddies. Like my dad never grew up riding and none of his buddies know what motocross really is, right? Mm-hmm. But on their lunch break, they all watched that video the next day and they were all just geeking out. He said like half the guys were looking for jobs at KTM afterwards just because <laughs> apparently the, the shop is just so yeah. neat and geeked out from all you know the engineering uh, guys. You know the wall of motors or yeah. engines? Yeah. 
I got Sleater commented, uh, the coolest thing is Roger built that rack. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they were talking about Roger DeCostra, like, working on something, and they're like, what are you working on? Is that some trick bike part? Like, oh, it's for the awning, so it holds <laughs> the awnings tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome because he goes, yeah, Pitt, like, Pitt's really attentive to detail on this. And if people don't know, that's Pitt Buyer. Like, that's the head of KTM's motorsport development around the world, and he pays attention to that little bit of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. they are racing MotoGP and Dakar and all of these things at the highest level, but they know, like, hey, let's make sure the awning is taught just right. Like, it's mm-hmm. that stuff that they're doing right now, what KTM has got going on is pretty cool, um, and that was an awesome video to see it. The Honda thing that you guys went to the next day, I've not been to Blackmore Ranch. That place looks like every guy's like dream backyard, yeah. you know, and uh, to see the Honda stuff out there, like, yeah, you know, sure that it wasn't a full blown supercross track, but if people didn't know in California last week, you guys did get some rain. Imagine the slop fest it would have been at the Corona Clay Company that day if you guys were all up there. Yeah, it would have mm-hmm. been hard for us to get out in our cars. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny because uh, I was talking to Jeff Blackmore. I was like, wow. What is it like to have Ken Roxon riding your track? And he's like, I hope that there's nothing too technical for them on it. Because <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's a mild vet track. At yeah, best, yeah right? it's like a pit bike track. And but, but still, for him to have that in his front yeah. yard is pretty awesome, right? But then the guys start goon riding, and they're goon riding for the majority of the time, right? Literally, the, Chase was the only, I don't know if Chase can goon ride. Maybe that's why he yeah. didn't. But everyone else, that's all they did. I think I saw Jet went out first lap, and there's, like, probably the, the one jump on the track, that little table Against thing. Against the trees, yeah. He landed about – it looked like he went maybe just blipped the throttle second gear, and he landed, like, 10 feet long. Yeah. And after that, it was just – they were all just goon riding. But it was like – part of me was like, this is sick watching these guys goon ride. But then part of me, I felt bad for Jeff. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, my truck is only good enough to goon ride on? Yeah, totally. I don't know. But – uh. Yeah, it was cool. I liked how uh, they're over that back jump by the trees. They're all doing the jumping gym, mm-hmm. the Catwoman talk. Almost perfect, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who Jumpin' Jim is? No. Jump- you have to have seen him at Paris. He hangs out with Scrub Daddy, and then you know Tucker, right, the big guy that wears Dahmer's gear? Yeah. And then there's the, the old guy that talks like uh, – remember in Living Color the fire, when Jim Carrey would be the fireman? Which one's Vet Moto, too? That's Tim Tucker. Oh, okay. That's Tim Tucker. But okay. the Jumpin' Jim is always on a Honda. Always on a Honda number twenty one. Older guy. He was a yeah. He, yeah, he was a, he was jail guard. Okay, but yeah. he's retired now. Mm-hmm. Always he wears dirty like, gear. He wears like he rides like Catwoman. He's like always extra crouched, <laughs> and he crosses up like the guy on top of a trophy. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, wait. Skinny Jumpin' Jim was a jail guard. Yeah, yeah. That is kind of impressive. I didn't know. Yeah. That. What? Yeah, he was a guard at jail, and he's all. The How print. was he cracking California inmate skulls? Holy shit. I don't know, but he's all, the the, the prisoners ain't the only ones who did time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But, yeah, they were doing the jumping gym. So I posted a picture of Roxon, and I said, the jumping gym is sweeping the nation. And he comments, <laughs> don't make me famous. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. But, yeah, to, uh, Anton, even like things like today, right? We're out there riding. And then afterwards, I ventured over to Supercross track, and all of Pro Circuit Kawasaki's there. Cody Shock was there. But, uh, yeah, dude, Joe Shimoda, 
See, and then also because the star guys are in Florida and they're not here, right? Yeah. We're not talking yeah. about them because they're like, oh. But like, if Christian was here, we'd be like, ooh, Christian mm-hmm. in the whoops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I'll say, Joe is really impressive in the whoops. Dude, yeah. Joe has been riding very very good. Like yeah, he's, he's one flying. of the guys right now who's who's standing out mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Totally. So you know, uh, him and Voland, I think are. That's going to be cool to see those yeah. guys come into their own next year. I think uh, between like those two and Jet and Levi, there is like a very cool riding style coming out of some of these like you know second, first year uh, two hundred and fifty guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I saw a cell phone at that KTM intro uh, the other last week. Some one of the, one of the KTM employees showed me like a cell phone video of Voland through one mm-hmm. of the rhythms a couple months ago, dude. That kid has so much style, but he yeah. did like some stupid quad five thing. Yeah, just mm-hmm. in the middle of his moto. Like, wow, stupid dude. He looks so legit in Fox now too. Huh? Oh right? yeah, so much better. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. I like it. Yeah, I like that. But um, but yeah, Joe Shimoda, the nice little boy from Japan, definitely becoming Americanized. Point a camera at him, first thing he does is give me the finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. I think it's the Australian kids rubbing off on him. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> but uh, Forkner. Was actually faster today. Oh wow! Like really? I was watching. Oh, Talking Boy was throwing lap times on him. Oh jeez. And uh, uh, yeah, Forkner was like a tiny bit faster. Hmm. He was doing a triple out of this one corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, McAdoo was doing that too. That's yeah. big. That's really big. Why was McAdoo done so early today? Uh, so when I went over there, Forkner wasn't riding. They're all doing a uh, different suspension test oh, right okay, now. Okay. So Forkner was swapping shocks. So I think McAdoo did a lot of little. Early adjustments show. and was riding most of the morning yeah it was yeah. kind of cool to see uh rider d francesco riding supercross Did you yeah i'm not there? sure uh why he's doing that but it's cool it's supercross futures yeah, yeah he's one to he's one to get that, that he, uh, yeah I, I know people want a couple of those qualifiers too i know people yeah. were a lot a couple of privateers i talked to were a little upset about the paula track because you're, you're supposed to show your ama card your right? ama entrance card and whatnot mm-hmm and so they were giving some privateers a hard time, but then Ryder just went right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, dude, Ryder, that, that kid just, like, went through puberty. Right. And he's, like, so giant now, now, and his voice is low. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He's, and he's been actually riding really good on the Supercross track. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I've seen at him. Paula? Yeah, I've seen him at Paula. Um, I've seen him at K2. And uh, and some stuff when I browse over at Suzuki with Carson, um, but uh, yeah, I mean he's mm-hmm. he's been riding really well. Even uh, like Hamaker, watching him today versus the beginning of this year and even mid season last year, mm-hmm. his whoop speed and all that, he's progressed a lot too. So yeah, remember he was skipping the whoops last year. Dude, yeah, last time? year he he had a hard time in the whoops, especially the beginning of the season. Like was going he the down guy in the bit. video that yep. just killed yeah. himself in the yeah. whoops? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he won. And then he won. Yeah, that same week. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I was talking about this, uh, I think, with Tickle uh, a couple days ago, just about, like, bike setup and stuff. Just sort of curious, you know? It's weird how, like, in Supercross, a few years ago, it's like you really – you wanted a super stiff front end and you wanted the rear super low, right? But, say, whenever you guys were watching the Pro Circuit guys today, it looks like – their front end's a bit lower, like, mm-hmm. to where they're able to corner. Their rear end is, like, super extended, super high. Super high. Yeah. Um, and what they're doing is, like, obviously, I ran a different linkage last year to to have, like, a, I guess a stiffer uh, shock, but, like, a smoother transition, right? So I was running, a like, a 6.4 six spring mm-hmm. last year, 
And some guys were even running a little bit stiffer than that, like a bigger spring mm -hmm. on their bikes, I guess, to help with the whoops. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird because used to you would want the rear to squat in the whoops to where, like, I don't know, you wanted the front end light and the rear to squat. So you wanted the bike sort of choppered out. But now yeah. it's like kind of vice versa. Like a lot of these guys are going stink bug on the bike and it's helping the bike drive through the whoops a bit better. Yeah. To and me, they're not, I don't know. It seems like that. It looks like they're not as neutral on the bike too. They're more leaned back through the whoops. Than, yeah. Like years, like, like you're saying a couple of years ago, you mm. see the guy like very, very neutral yeah. on the bike. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed just like with the pro circuit Cowie bikes. Mm -hmm. And then with my bike, even last year, um, I was, I was wanting to raise the sag a bit like in the whoops and it made it, it made it a lot better yeah. in the whoops mm -hmm. to me. You know, it was interesting in that video that Don shot at KTM. Roger pointed out that, you know, all three of the 450 guys are going to be on a pretty similar base setting. And you look at the three different sizes that those guys are. <laughs> yeah. You have Aaron, you have Marvin, and you have Cooper. And then I was really looking at that bike and the photos that they released. And A-Ray, I think what you're kind of leading to is is on that front end, especially they got rid of that spar between the, the cradle of the frame. Yep and some other stuff that's out there. So I'm sure that there is a lot more influence on how things are going. Yeah. And maybe it's because guys like Stu aren't around, you know, think about yeah. how everybody wanted their bike set up like James to get through the whoops, but it was only James getting through the whoops that way. Exactly. Yeah. Even to your point like this, I was really geeking out at that KT intro just with the new bike and the technology. Right. And if you look at the new frame compared to last year's, the not only is the shock mount completely separate from the frame now, um, and it has all of its gussets and whatnot, but it's quite a bit higher on this new frame compared to last year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something that, that I've been, like, watching, like, with videos and then being at the track and watching them. And then, like, with last year and this year, like, watching Supercross, it's weird how the bikes have changed setup-wise. Mm -hmm. I don't know. To me, I don't know. I like, I like that shit a little bit. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I bet you're on to something, eh, Ray? I, yeah. And I, I think, too, see – let's see what happens with a guy like Dylan. Like, let's see if Dylan's kind of weird – upright riding style and those handlebars and that other stuff really yeah. plays well, no, out or yeah. what happens with a guy like jet and see what these other kids start doing too, because yeah. they'll be influenced by that, you know, and, and more people will be like, Oh, see, that's the setup. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everyone's going to it. It might be like the bike, like say like a, a KTM and a Cowie yep. versus like a Yamaha. Cause star, their bikes are still a bit choppered out, mm -hmm. I would say. But if you like maybe watch Honda um, or Cowie, or KTM, the 450 guys, not Volan because his yeah, his his is a bit low. But all those guys, they're pretty much on a stink buggy, like short wheelbase type mm -hmm. stiffness on their bike. Yeah, I know. Even mm -hmm. for even uh, like Kiefer and I were talking about it a couple months ago on the last gener or current generation KTM, they've just like the last year they've really discovered even the media department, like how much better the bike feels with a lot of a lot of sag and stink mm -hmm. bugged. Yeah, you <laughs> don't ever shoot out. I ended up liking the gas gas with 109. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like crazy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I remember I, when I rode my Husky, I think I was at like 90. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it like this guy today uh, came up and he had, he has a 22 YZ252 stroke. And he was like, can you help me set my sag down? And I was like, yeah. And I was like thinking about it. I'm like, dude, I remember when two stroke sag was like 96. Right. 95 wow. or whatever, right? Jeez. <laughs> the dude weighed. Dude weighed 200 pounds, and we checked it, and he had 120 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. So I was, like, cranking on it, and, like, yeah, dude. I, I, I have to ask. After that one. I'm asking Santa Claus to bring me a real hammer and a fucking punch. 
Hey, right? I feel your pain. Okay? Because I have that stupid Sonic Troy toolbox that yeah. has nothing worthwhile in it. Yeah. And it's got that little hammer that looks like it's for doing ice sculptures. Oh, dude, all you need is a freaking flathead screwdriver and a and a monkey wrench or something. What did I, what was I using? The yeah, 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 yeah. Big crescent wrench. <laughs> yeah, big crescent wrench. But no, but like, dude, I'm going to buy one of those big fucking fat hammers that weighs like three yeah. pounds and a big punch. Yeah, it's, that's like... I don't know. One thing that I need to put in my toolbox is a big hammer, man. That's what all, every time I went to the track growing up, my dad, he always had like the biggest hammers. In his <laughs> the BFH. Dude, I tell you what, I've seen so many axles fly through the shop and just hit the wall because he's like, God damn it. <laughs> Boom. And he'll just, he'll like, he'll, he's trying to get, cause, hit it and shoot up. Yeah, because he doesn't believe in grease, greasing the axles. He just WD 40, right? The fucking thing seized in there. <laughs> and then he has, a, he has a screwdriver and he's whacking the thing and he's like, oh, motherfucker. Just whacks the shit out of it. Then he just flies across the shop. So funny. WD 40 yeah. and duct tape. Yeah. Nah. So, uh, <clears throat> I was surprised to see Cody today because he's based on the West Coast, right? Yeah. But he was posting shit on Instagram last week like, oh, nice to be on the West, back to the East or something, like airplane pictures. Who, Cody Shock? Yeah. Because like, no. Peter's – or maybe I was looking at Peter's Instagram. Yeah, it might have been yeah. Peter's. Yeah, because they all came out here. Yeah, they all came out here. Yeah. They were in Honda. He finally have a like a race motor? Like a, a uh, motor he got no? – uh, I think he got a piston and ECU. Okay, his bike sounds faster today. Yeah, yeah. it was. A, it's a bit better. Okay, yeah, he said good. just with that little bit, it, it helps so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, It's cool to see uh, It's cool to see Honda opening up their test track more this year. In years past, it's been Phoenix very, very limited. Yeah, yeah, Phoenix has Did been able to, to ride go there, there? MCR. Uh, I don't – I haven't really asked. I don't yeah. know. Um, you know, maybe, maybe ask Lars later. Yeah, Lars is coming in to do a show today, so yeah. – Okay. Well, I mean, I would get it, you know, like if like JB and, and Roxon and all Sexton, everybody's there, it gets busy, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. once people go back to Florida, I yeah. think it, it sort of opens up a bit. Yeah. That's Who was at State Fair today for Moto Concepts? All of them. Oh, they were? Uh, well, not Brighton, obviously, but okay, because for sure, when, Oldenburg. I saw when Oldenburg I rode over sure. there to like Stink Eye McAdoo with the 48 Cowies, yeah. Tony was and Nick Mack were pulling out mm-hmm. and we're talking a little bit and then they're all we gotta go we gotta t- take a motor out like, oh you know what it might have just been olderberg and freeze's 250 because they still only have one 250 so Oldenburg might have finally been riding a 250 because oh. he hasn't ridden on a 250 yet okay oh wow really <laughs> yeah i i heard that vince had to go buy one like he found yeah. one in a dealership back here even and uh, was like hey I, i'm gonna need that mm. to practice on so yeah those bike issues are probably still gonna be a thing yeah you know what um, i think I, all of our team finally got finally everyone on our team finally got their bikes 250s? Yeah, 250s. Because we did the photo shoot for them mm-hmm. last week, and I didn't think Vince's bike sounded fast, did you? No, it it had to be a stock motor, right? It sounded like Cody's. He was talking about, like, you know, XPR is doing a great job, blah, blah, blah. But really? like, it sounded stock. I looked me. at the head. It didn't, I didn't see any markings or anything. So, I don't yeah. know. I, th- I think it was stock, just that Acro. The Acro definitely is quieter than the Yoshi's, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I thought Vince, I, dude, he looks good on the 250. He does. Awesome. <laughs> he was yeah. lying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, dude!" And yeah. he's he's lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, too. he leaned out because yeah. like during the summer he was like kind of pudgy. Yeah, it was pudgy. Mm-hmm. He but said that I remember you guys saying something about like the first oh, time he rode he our came bike. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was a bit, he yeah. was a bit pudgy. Yeah, dude, he looked he, good though. He rides really aggressive right now too. He is like over the bars. Just I mean, it's it's that time of year where everyone's starting to do their sprints. They're starting to feel a little bit better on the bike. Um, you know, like the everyone's weight's coming down. They're starting to get lean. That's 
and it's all sort of starting to come together, I guess, throughout this. But whenever you have, you know, people pushing this hard like that, that's you when being the aggressive, happen. yeah, that's when the injuries do happen. Yeah, totally. Have oh. we heard any rumors about injuries? Uh, I seen one today. I think I. I mean, I didn't see one, but I seen Jet, someone. Jet Reynolds hurt. Yeah. He is hurt. Yeah, is that why Pel- he went? pelvis and oh. it's pretty bad, right? Well, I seen him. He was walking, but he was with crutches today. Okay. Oh, he was at Fox today. Yeah, he was walking with crutches because Towers and uh, that Kuna kid were at yeah. Paula. Mm. And that's such Poor a kid. bummer for him, yeah. man. That is that has Damn. been such a tough like what is it two years now almost? Yeah, basically yeah. since Big Bike. Yeah. 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 Have we heard anything? He got hurt uh, Supercross, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor that Alex Martin got hurt too. I'm not sure if that's true or not, though. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen video of him uh, at club riding the other day, but I don't really. I, I haven't okay. seen anything since. Hopefully, that's wrong. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there was a video of him the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because they ray like you said, this it's when everybody starts doing the sprint, so this is when those injuries do happen. You know, yeah. you start pushing the pace really hard, and this is when we start hearing about it between now and you know. January 5th. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> what was that Instagram story of you and Carson running up that really steep driveway? <laughs> oh, dude, fuck you. Okay. We had to do that again today. We had to do it again today. Oh, dude. Up and down five, like five times. And then I'm still not done with my workout. So after the, after the podcast, I have to run home, do some stuff there. And then I have to go back to Carson's for a workout. So. Where is that driveway? Uh, you know, it's over by Blackmore, actually. It's, oh, uh, Lapaglias? Lapaglias, yeah. Look like it. Yeah. Dude, my knees and ankles hurt watching you run up that. <laughs> Dude, okay, for one, I'm not built like a runner, all right? I'm not, like, freaking that skinny. I mean, I've gotten, obviously, a little bit thinner, but at the same time, my legs are demolished. Yeah. You know, and I, it hurts for me. It looked like you were in pain when you were. I was in pain. <laughs> Davey doesn't care. You know, I mean, he just that's what that's the that's the whole thing. You got to freaking you got to do it. So do they have a track there this year or no? No, not not a supercross track. It's, it's kind of like a vet track. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, going up that freaking hill it's steep, dude. We had to do it again today. You should have seen Benny up that thing with his long ass strides. <laughs> yeah. What was does that Benny picture? run well? Yeah, he actually does. I think he he's done a half marathon not that long ago. He did. Okay, a half I didn't know. Yeah. I thought he ran like cross country or something like that when he was a kid, but then you know he's had knee issues, so I didn't know if that took the stride out of the gazelle or not. You know. Yeah. yeah. How does that? Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, feedback. dude, YouTube comments are. There we go. There we go. Uh, how does uh, Derek Drake do? How's his heart rate thing? Heart rate's great. Yeah. Um, heart Sick. rate's great. He's going. Uh, he is. Um, he's a bit on the sore side right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. He hasn't really been riding very much. Um, I don't know what his plan is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, sore? Did he crash? Uh, no, didn't crash. Just came up short on a jump and just something flared up in his, his back. back. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's such a bummer. But uh, but yeah, dude, he's actually like his heart rate now. It's it's manageable and he's able to get into shape. Like I mean, we did a we did a big climb on Saturday and I mean he was right there with us. So, yeah. I mean yeah. I mean he he's not dropping off the pace at all. Um, he's, he's working, you know, hard with all of us and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's awesome to see really just like to where, from where he came from mm-hmm. and to see him now, it's, mm-hmm. it's a big, big jump. So it's good. We, you know, it was good. Um, I think that he found Davey whenever he did, 
mm-hmm. because Davey obviously like. I mean, I <laughs> that was a wet one. That was you, but uh, but yeah, like Davy. Obviously, if you talk to Davy and you bring something up, he knows something about everything, right? Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah, Davy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was Davy was lucky enough to uh, find him a doctor and um, you know get that all that sorted because if Derek would have kept going on the way he was, I mean, he'd have probably ended up just quit racing and then yeah. you know having to do something else. Mm-hmm. But luckily, he did find that doctor whenever he did. Um, got all that figured out and now he's able to ride train properly and get into shape and you know so yeah i'm excited about it mm-hmm. hey when is derek and carson going to start having like team looking gear okay like yeah, have you noticed that carson's like, riding carson like has some stock fly stuff carson has stuff now has one set now but dude I like i did he didn't even have his name on his he had too. two sets of gear None of it had his name on it. Nothing. Just holes all in the knees. Everything like Jeez. the pants were broken. Like the zipper was broke. I'm like, dude. He's like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was pretty bummed about it too. But I think he's starting to get gear now. Yeah, I know. Like shorts wear stuff like old stuff too all the yeah. time. Hmm. Are they? Do they ever ride together? Like the team? All of them together? I feel like I never see them all together. Derek and Carson do. But yeah, but I, that's just because Davey, right? Yeah, but I'd never see. I, I haven't seen Schwartz, Schwartz is always at the opposite track you guys are at. Right? Yeah. 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 I have no idea is why. Is Schwartz like the the Ferrandis on the team? He Maybe. trains like, with RL. Yeah, he trains he with RL. I don't know I don't know what their whole deal is with that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I just know that I ride with him and uh, mm. whenever they don't ride Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. So is uh Benny Bloss the only rider on Team Detter? No. No. Caden oh, Armour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Caden yeah, Amorine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be riding West Coast. Yeah. How's he, oh, he's riding West? Yeah. How's he looking? He's getting there. Uh, you know, I think that it would be a better option Go for, east. for him yeah. to ride East. But, uh, you know, just to get a little bit more time, a little bit, like, track time. But uh, I think, yeah, I think he'll be all right. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't realize he was racing West. Yeah. It's coming up quick. Yeah, it is. Uh, what else? Uh, I think AEO is going to announce our team this week. Maybe today. Yeah. Office. Let's hope so. Possibly. Yeah. Who do you hear is on that? Uh, Derek Kelly. Uh, obviously Ty Masterpool. Ty Masterpool and what's the other? Uh, why can I not think? Oh, Austin Black. Austin Black, yes. Yeah, those three. Mm-hmm. But there might be a little bit of an injury report with that, so it might be revised. I was going to say, I haven't seen Austin yeah. riding yeah, no. in weeks. Yeah, yeah. So... And Austin's a kid that tickles training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Tickle's guys are both hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's Tickle doing? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, obviously he still has Anderson, who takes up a lot of his time. So he's at the track with Anderson. He's training all hombre? Yeah. Yeah, he has been all year. Oh, I didn't know that. We haven't yeah. talked about that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's, ta- he's training with Tickle full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Tickle. Um, El Hombre, I think, uh, Jet, and Austin Black. Mm-hmm. He did have a few more guys, but I think um, he he sort of got overwhelmed with uh, yeah, I can imagine with you know the guys. So I think he had to he had to downsize a bit, which is okay. I mean, um, I think uh, Bradley Taft now is working with uh, the Austin uh, the Kuna kid and um, Gavin Towers, which. Mm-hmm. He was at the Supercross track today. He has some good skill. Gavin, yeah. Yeah, Gavin's good. Yeah, like, I good. heard he rode uh, Elsinore last week and yep. was pretty good, like on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I seen him at Paula today. Um, took him a bit to get warmed up, but once he got the hang of it, he was riding really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that kid's that kid's gonna be good. Have you heard that Yoshimura is now making bicycle components? That's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo pedal, was over two years in development, and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide. Check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Yeah, I think so too. Hey, Anton. Yeah. Should we talk about the the face the, the Instagram? 
Uh, it's Clock? okay. I, 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 I think uh, we should. We should, but just so everybody knows, there's no hard feelings, you know, so we're not. Well, we're not, not on us. Just, there's no, some comment I mean, battles. No, but no, in general, I've already checked. There is no hard feelings through anybody, you know. It is what it is. But yeah, go ahead. No, no, you. It's your really show. Yeah, so we did that, inter- you know, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about um, so many mechanics that have stepped away this past mm. year. You know, there, there's guys everywhere. Um, and one of the guys that we know, Matt Winters, that won his 250 East Coast title with Colt Nichols this year, uh, decided that he didn't want to be a mechanic anymore. And through another fellow former mechanic, Christian Ortiz, got a job down at SpaceX at Cape Canaveral, Florida. So we did this cool podcast with Matt. It's like two hours long, talk about his whole career. It's the one we hyped up last week. But uh, Dylan Ferrandis, you know, made a comment. Uh, Read on it. our social media. Oh, oh, okay. Pull it up. Okay. Yeah, so I saw that this yeah. morning. I was Anton wondering about Anton posted it. a picture of Matt Winters this morning right. and said, hey, check out this cool podcast we did with this yeah. championship-winning mechanic went to SpaceX. Right. It was just, you know, yeah. to make people aware that there's a cool podcast. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dylan said it would have been a lot. It would have been nicer to tell it to Colt instead of leaving like a thief. And Matt uh, said some things about Dylan, about how he needs to pay his mechanic a little bit more. That's <laughs> I didn't see that those one. Guys. That's <laughs> no, between like... those guys. But, you know, so I'm not trying to cause shit there. I left it up on the comments because I'm not going to get involved in it. You know, like, yeah, whatever's between them. I talked to Matt. I talked to Colt. Shit's all good. You know, uh, there is no... I went into that podcast not knowing that maybe something had happened. Apparently, some people think there was. Colt and Matt both said, you know, well, hey, we're on good terms with the other guys, so it's no big deal there. So, you know, it's just one of those things that happens on the internet. Uh, and I was just, even when it came up this morning, I'm like, well, fuck, I got to let that thing stay there because I'm not going to go deleting it. <laughs> but I very much hope that this doesn't turn into another, uh, you know, Joey Sabachi podcast. So I had yeah. to yeah. make that phone call real quick and be like, hey, we're good, right? Like, you know that I didn't do anything trying to cause shit. I yeah. had no idea. You know, for for Matt thing, and I told Colt this, and I told Matt this on the podcast. You know, some guys just figure out that hey, they got to stop. You know, it, it, there comes a time for everybody. Guys retire as racers, mechanics step away, truck drivers stop doing it. What prompts a guy, you know, at a career-defining season after everything he had been through, to stop now? And that's all that I went into that podcast wanting to do. Whatever mm-hmm. else was said between those guys is between them, uh, but. Colt and Matt both assured me that they're all good with each other. So no, no real issue there, which is nice because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, we're not muckrakers. We're not starting shit up. It just, things happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So just it's just all, weird. Oh, when I it, feel kind of like vital right now. Yeah. I, yeah, I felt yeah. like that too. And I was like, Oh fuck man, please don't turn into some message board thread where there's this, like he said, she said stuff like what happened last time. Cause I learned from that Tomac Savachi one, like, just call the guy. Just call the guy right away. Hey, you know, we're not trying to do anything because the longer you let it go, the more people then get back to them and tell them different things that didn't really happen or were not said or whatever. Hmm. Uh, and hell, you just got to be a man to pick up the phone sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let me see. We are at 35 minutes. We're That's filming short. a show today with uh, Lars Lindstrom, the new team manager of Honda HRC. Yeah. And, you know, 
we need to go set up and A-Ray needs to practice his speech. It's like, hey, can I ride on the Supercross track? Yeah, I need to work <laughs> my sprints up the hill apparently too because my, my strides weren't, weren't good enough for you. Well, no, I was just <laughs> laughing because you run like I do. Dude. Yeah, like, it's terrible. Like I, 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 my legs are so fucked up. If someone stole my wife's purse, I'd be like, yeah, you can have it. Yeah, they can have it. <laughs> yeah, get you a new one. Honey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't chase anyone. Yeah, but uh, I don't know anything. Anything that uh, we uh, missed, or should we touch husky? on? Yeah, yeah, we should definitely touch on the new husky. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that came out today. Yeah, and then and also. Talk I, about A Ray Merch's new yes, red. Yes, I dropped. I dropped. I dropped my new hoodie on Saturday. Um, it's doing well. Uh, I still have a bunch of large, bunch of XL. I think I'm sold out of two X and three X. Actually, I might have one three X left. Jesus, but, a red three X. Would you sell it to Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's going good. Uh, I really like it. It's just like a like a Tennessee kid type deal. Um, mm-hmm. Sketchy proof whiskey. With uh, it's like a Jack Daniel's fire. It theme. should say throttle underneath the whiskey. Yeah, well, it's a there, throttle in the back. That's it? a yeah. that's a registered trademark. Mm, yeah, it is a registered <laughs> whiskey trademark. throttle. Yeah, yeah. Dave Dave Pink's. Yeah, Pink. But, dude, we wouldn't want that. That's like I made a movie called there. Whiskey Throttle <laughs> five years before his show. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a nice hoodie. Um, I spent a little bit of extra money on uh, on like making this thing mm-hmm. um because it's it's a it's a good quality hoodie you know it's nice and heavy it's you know it's cold outside and this thing is it's really nice and inside so, right now yeah and inside so uh yeah i like this thing it's uh it's awesome so any plans to come out with your own whiskey fuck i thought about getting flasks <laughs> like little flasks made like with this logo on it mm-hmm. i thought it'd be kind of cool you know mm-hmm. okay so the new husky new husky comes out or was released today, this yeah. morning at eight. I think I like the KTM more. I think the KTM looks better. Everyone was talking about so how too. shitty the KTM looked, I but I thought that thing would look badass. Yeah, dude. I it, it everyone's like, "Oh, dude, it looks like the bike from Winners Take All." <laughs> I think it looks sick. That, <laughs> that I think it off. needs black side plates. I think the black yeah, side I, plates. I, I, like, I, I like the orange seat. I can't even orange believe I'm saying sick. that. The orange yeah. seat looks good. Volan's mm-hmm. bike, I felt like, looked the best. Dude, Volan's bike looks yeah, insane. Yeah, That's why I think yeah. the, black side, the black side plates. Yeah, yeah, even like, we were talking to the guys at KTM, they're like, yeah, all of them need to have black side plates. So, yeah. yeah. I think uh, the Husky looks good, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a big lack of carbon fiber on those bikes, too. Like, compared to the other teams, like, they have that one skid plate where every other team seems like it's carbon fiber all over the place. That, that KTM yeah. is very cool looking, very orange. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is carbon fiber. Yeah. In the subframe, though. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, the entire uh-huh. subframe. Yeah. Not the well on the Husky or on the KTM. I I, I have the a KTM, feeling they're the, the same KTM this is year. The top, it's right? aluminum, and then there's like a yeah. Uh, oh, gotcha. I think they're the Boy. same this year though, because it's so it's a, a, yeah, aluminum I think braces. Supposed to be the same. And then it's a carbon fiber composite. Uh, top. Uh, basically, the whole mm-hmm. thing is carbon fiber composite, just with aluminum braces. So the suspension on the Rockstar Edition is traditional height length. No more short. It's the same as the. Factory Edition KTM, mm. but the 23 450SX or FC and 250 will be, will be lowered again. Lower, yeah. Okay. So what mm-hmm. does that do with gas gas? Do they stay the same? I hear there's yeah. a gas gas Barsha edition that is the same. Okay. It's like it's it's the same as the bike we rode in the yeah. shootout, okay. but it has like Barsha graphics. We'll probably find that uh, Thursday. will probably be around the announcement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I'm hmm. sure they'll update Barsh's gas gas like the new factory edition. Obviously. Uh, I'm I no. No, 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 I don't think so. He'll be, I don't think so. He'll be racing the same bike as he did last year. 
because yeah. he's been from in good the sources. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He'll yeah. from I've heard from basically people on the team that uh, not till next year. So. Yeah. I wonder if he's pissed. Uh so I don't think so. I think it'd be good for him. He's been switching around. It's, I think it's good for him to just stay two years on a bike. Yeah. Like, get comfortable. He's again. not going slow either. No, not from <laughs> what I've seen. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Not bad. Lars here? No. no. We no. need to set up, though. Did, uh, hey, so Varese, have you guys seen Varese on anything different out there? I, he's not hurt. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm he surprised is. he wasn't. No, Varese is uh, being supported with bikes and transport, but no salary. And he's on last, he's on the right. standard bike, not the yeah. new, new. Yeah. Bike. But yeah, that's still pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what? Um, I think that that would actually be a cool thing for some of these brands. Like, especially, you know, we talked about this last, last summer when Honda decided to keep making that old edition. Of yeah. The I was just thinking that I, I haven't seen any of those. Have you seen them at a dealership? What? The CRF. 450 yes whatever yeah to make it i mean to make motorsports when i was in there a couple weeks ago getting oil they, they had they have old ones them? yeah 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 so like a bunch because they're not selling i mean they don't have any of the new ones in there all i saw was the old ones yeah i didn't see any new hondas in there so yeah i don't know if it's just because they have more of them or if they're not selling or what yeah but i yeah. wonder how that strategy is working for honda yeah it would be interesting to ask them maybe when we get the works edition we could ask and see what the update is because mm-hmm. yeah that would be mm-hmm. interesting to know yeah, because I mean, especially for KTM, that's a bike that they're they have all these resources and all these parts for, and if they have all that stuff, it's not going to cost them to do anything. That's a nice deal for Varese to go prove himself if he gets the chance to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I forgot who told me, but all those motors on that wall are all getting like cut in half and scrapped. What? <laughs> all those trick motor engines that we saw in the oh, tour? Oh yeah, they're scrapping them. Yeah, because there's no no numbers on them and stuff, mm, and they yeah. can't like. Give them away at anyone. So. Yeah, yeah. That was something I asked Matt in that podcast, you know, because he talks about building that bike from scratch and then dismantling them and then cutting stuff in half and like scrapping it. And I was like, was it weird when you had to push the button on the compressor? Cause there's all these, you know, shredders and stuff that's in the back. And he's like, the first time it's really weird. The second time you don't even care anymore. Hmm. And like, just to think of, you know, thousands of dollars of titanium and all this stuff that just gets shredded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Uh, I heard stories of like back in the day why they have to have those shredders. People would go dumpster diving trying to get parts oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And that's a huge technical liability. I mean, there's mm-hmm. junkyards that these teams have to go find and then dump off their stuff and know like, hey, you guys are not gonna try to, <laughs> yeah. you know, scrap job this from us. The first yeah. time I was at Pro Circuit, I was with Villapoto and we were in the back because he's got his own little work area, you know. And uh, I see this like big old bin. It looks like one of those black just carts right yeah and it's just full of pipes and like clutch covers and stuff i'm like whoa what is all that and he's like that's all the shit they're scrapping that's a millimeter off and they're throwing it away just wow. brand new pipes and stuff crazy all those pipes would probably fit on aries bike because the subframes are bent probably more than one millimeter but <laughs> I, yeah all right, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up this edition of the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaber. Everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. 
Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.